before God moves on your behalf, the prerequisite to please him, to move you forward or to deliver to you what belongs to you, it has to be an action of faith. Could he say amen? We understand to be able to get inserted in college, to please the college criteria or prerequisites to get into that college, you must have a certain, you know, GPA to get into certain colleges. To please the, 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 the people that recruit or please the people where you go to apply to ent get entry to that college, you have to please and you have to meet your prerequisites to get it. Well, God says, to please me, you need faith. To get what I have for you, you will need faith to bring to me or an action of faith to be able to please me or to meet the prerequisites or the criterias for me to do what I need to do in your life. If you do not bring faith or actions of faith or the spirit of faith or behavior of faith before me, then I am not pleased and then therefore you will not be able to partake of what I have for you. Could you say amen? So God is looking for faith. Why is God looking for faith? The Bible said the eyes of the Lord go to and fro throughout the whole earth looking for those who are really, whose heart is right before him. He is looking for faith because he wants to give you results. And without faith, he cannot give you the results you desire. Come on. So the Bible says here in 1 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 3, according as his divine power. Could he say his divine power? You need to understand from this verse of scripture that faith connects you with divine power. Could he say amen? Faith connects us with the power that allows the divine to function. Hey, So when I have faith, it allows me to connect with the same power that God uses to function. When I have faith, it allows me to connect with the same power Dunamis, miraculous, amazing, wonderful power that God uses to function as a God. Hey, you're not excited about that. I can tap into the same power God uses by faith. Could he say amen? I could connect to the same power God used to create the earth, that God used to save your soul, that God used to speak those things that are not as though they are. I could connect with that same divine power by faith. Woo! Could you say amen? And faith allows us to do supernatural acts and feats because of this divine power. Could you say amen? So faith connects you to the same power God uses. So when I build faith in my spirit in spite of what my soul is saying, because when, 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 when faith is built in your spirit, even though information goes through your eye gate and goes through your air gate, gets through your soul, your intellect, your emotions, has to bypass all of that, and, it, and your spirit draws it into it, where God lives and God is in your spirit, waiting for you, waiting for you to give him words. Come on, somebody say amen. God is in your spirit waiting, the Bible says, and all the while God is at work within you. Come on. Are able to do it. And the Bible says, He is within you. He is within you. He is within you. He is, he is waiting for words to come into your spirit to begin to produce faith in your spirit. Are you hearing me today? 
That's what the Bible says. He's able to do exceeding, abundant, above all that you can ask or think according to the power that is at work within you. Could you say amen? God can able to do exceeding, abundant, above what you can ask or think according to the power of faith that is at work within you. If your faith is small, then he can't do much for you. Are you with me today? So, so when, when we have faith, we function on the divine level. But when we lack faith, we function on the level of everybody else. The way you stand above your peers, can take up this heat for me. The way you stand head and shoulders above your peers is to be kind to function on the supernatural level. Are you hearing me today? Many times, everybody received dreams, everybody received visions at some times. But what happened to a lot of people, from the time the instruction hits their soul, their spirit of fear in their soul, and the doubt and unbelief and double-mindedness in their soul, and being able to be too analytical and trying to figure out where I will get the money, where I will get the time, trying to figure it all out in your soul, all of these dreams die in their soul. Never get to the level of their spirit where all things are possible. Could he say amen? And that's why when you get a dream, God is not trying to talk to your soul. He is trying to talk to your spirit. When God tell Moses, go forward, he wasn't speaking to his soul. He was speaking to the spirit man, Moses. Don't look at the water, Moses. Don't look at the Red Sea. Look at the dry ground that is about to open up before you, Moses. I know you see Red Sea there, but if you will make a step of faith, that water will part before you. But many of us, we are waiting for the water to part before we step. But God is saying, when your feet hit the water, it will split before you. Could somebody say amen? There are opportunities that are waiting for you and it will never manifest until you make the first step. Are you with me today? And that's why faith allows you to function on this divine power. It allows you to function on the level with your God. Could you say amen? Then the Bible says, has given unto us all things. Say all things. Listen, your faith connects to divine power that has the ability to give you everything you need to live in the natural. You need a house. That power that's within your spirit could give you a house. That power within your spirit, not within your soul, but within your spirit where God lives. Where God receives a word in your spirit. That you, the Bible says faith comes from hearing. So when the word of faith comes off of those pages, it goes through your air. Go into your thinker or into your soul where you think and where you analyze and then your spirit begins to draw life from that word where God is up in your spirit and begin to produce faith in what you heard and then God works with your faith in your spirit and energizes your mouth and says, speak and I will do it. Move and I will manifest it. Act and I will make it happen. Could you say amen? 
But if your soul is not built up, then you will not act, you will not speak, you will not move. And therefore, God is paralyzed what he can manifest. But faith in your spirit has the ability to produce all things pertaining to life. Could he say amen? And to live for God. <laughs> I declare this morning that everything you need to live a successful life, that by faith this morning as your faith grows, so shall your life go. As your faith grows, so shall your life go forward. As your faith increase, so shall your life increase. As your faith go forward, so will your life go forward in the name of Jesus. This same faith has the ability to give you all things you need. It has the ability to move mountains from your life. It has the ability to deliver you from Goliath. It has the ability to deliver you from the lion while you're in the lion's den. <laughs> it has the ability to deliver you from the fiery furnace. Could you say amen? Could somebody say amen? It has the ability to deliver you from death. Could you say amen? It has the ability to get you married and pay for the wedding. Can somebody say amen? It has the ability to buy a house even without money in your pocket. Could somebody say amen? This faith has the ability to take you in the realm of God who created all things out of nothing. He spoke it and it manifests. If you will only believe what God says and be willing to step out, not looking around for anybody to give you validation that what you're doing is right, but you know God spoke to you and you believe he said what he said is able to come to pass, you will have what you say. Ha, ha, ha. I'm preaching better. You getting excited. You know why? Some of y'all don't believe this is possible. I have proven this to be possible. I don't preach what somebody told me. This is not another person's message. This is what I have experienced for myself. This is how I live. Could you say amen? This is how I live. Ask my wife. I give her my salary every month and I always have more money than her. Ask her, how do you live? I live by faith. Are, are you hearing me today? Are you, are you hearing me today? I live by faith. My son just entered into college, so I have to believe God for additional, a whole lot of money every month to get. <laughs> and you know what? I am ready to do it. I already gone two months and it's, it's happening, and I will go for seven years. I'm believing every month for it. Why? Because this faith has the ability to supply all things that pertain to life. My childly tuition, it will supply. My childly tuition, all the way to be a doctor, it will supply. Could you say amen? Can you say amen? It was so great of him this week. He walked in, he sent me a text and said, Dad, I want to, I doesn't always say thank you to you, but I just want to tell you thank you for being a good dad and, and thank you for always being there for paying for my car note and paying for my college tuition. I want to let you know I don't have a lot, but I just want to let you know I really do appreciate it and I love you. I say, okay. And then about three hours later, he walked into my bedroom, you know, with some money in his hands. You know, he said, dad, I want to sow this to you. I say, what is that? He said, I want to sow this to you. I don't have a lot, but I want to sow this. And he, he put some money in the bed next to me. I receive. I said, Gerald, I bless you. But you know what, man? He's not only dependent on my faith. He's dependent on his faith. <laughs> 
He's 18 years old, but he understood how my daddy lives. My daddy is paying for, go, for me to go to college by faith. So I better get that faith on me before he stops. <laughs> I better learn to walk by faith because I heard he quit on Jeremy this third year and told Jeremy to believe God for the last year. So I better figure out a way that I can be positioned to get my faith. So when he stops, I will continue. That the best thing you can do for your children is to encourage them to live by faith. Could you say amen? Are you hearing me today? It's like Giselle, I paid for her first degree, and then I said, the rest is on you. <laughs> and she had to believe God for her master's and her doctorate. And she had to believe God for that money until she graduated. And I want to let you know, God is able to do exceeding, abundant, above all that you can even ask or think according to the power of his word producing faith within your spirit as you get god's word in your spirit it will continually produce faith that produces the power that god works with and god uses that power to meet your needs <laughs> i gotta get a chair leaders group in the front i need you guys excited at the front this morning you know why, man? Listen to me. To deliver the word of God, it is to change the mindset of people. And when you're changing mindset, mindsets are resistance. It's resistant to change. It is resistant to going to the next level. Because every time God calls you to go to the next level, it will cause you pain. But as even as a man of God declare, until you can begin to experience more pain, to stay where you are than to change, then you're going to move. You got to be able to understand if I stay where I am, I will have to live in this pain. So the pain to change is easier. So I better change. Could you say amen? Could you say amen? So you need to understand it says, whereby are given unto us. Say are given unto us. God has already given unto you exceeding. Say exceeding. Say exceeding. It means what he has given to you is more than you can even contain. It exceeds your even your greatest desire. It exceeds anything that you can work for. Could you say amen? You know, I was teaching on Friday and Saturday morning about the blessing of God. That the Bible was saying, man, the wisdom of God is greater than any wisdom of this world. Could you say amen? The Bible said the weakness is God is greater than any strength that's in the world. God's weakness is greater than anything that the world could ever give you. And I was sharing that it is so important for you to understand that the wisdom of God is greater than any wisdom, natural wisdom or natural knowledge that you could get in Harvard, in Yale, in Princeton, in any one of these great colleges. Why? Because all the information you get from all these colleges, whether it's chemistry or physics or, or algebra, or you're studying mathematics, or you're studying medicine or engineering, those things could only help you on this earth. Are you hearing me today? And they can only help you in relation to the course of study. But the wisdom of God can be translated into every area and facets of life. Could you say amen? Are you hearing me today? There are some doctors that are good at medicine, but they are very foolish at business. And you need to understand by the wisdom of God, it crosses over. It tra you can translate it. You can bring it over into your marriage. You can bring it over in raising kids. You can bring it over to get here. The wisdom of God has the ability to be translated and transferred into every area of your life. And I want to let you know, the wisdom of God is higher than the world's wisdom. Come on. 
Oh, all the wisdom of all these great men and philosophers and all these great teachers and professors of the past could not compare with the simple wisdom of God. Because I have never read in a book that any wise, naturally wise man or any man that is very intelligent or very, or, or has a great high level of education has ever parted a Red Sea. Never. All the wisdom in the world, I never read that any natural man part a Red Sea. I've never heard another man stop the sun and say, you better stop there till I'm done. With all the, all the engineering background, couldn't stop that sun and say, you stop there until I finish fine. All the great generals of the past and the generals of today couldn't tell the sun, stand still or the snow, don't fall. It takes the wisdom of God to do that. Can somebody say amen? All the chemistry in the world and all the physics in the world cannot turn water to wine. Yes, you might have to put an additive to turn it, but Jesus says, just fill the water pots. Don't do nothing. Don't put any fruits. Don't, it has to know how to go through fermentation. It can just pour water in the pot and instantly it's turned to wine. Show me a physician or a chemist that can turn water to wine with no additive. Oh my God. The wisdom of God surpasses all all the wisdom of this world and all the college and all the education you have cannot compare with the wisdom of God. It is higher. It is higher. Say it is higher. Say it is higher. Can somebody say amen? Can somebody shout hallelujah? I know you think you need four doctorates and a master's, but it will not make you smarter. It does make you full of knowledge. But it's the power of God that changes your life. It's the power of God that will affect your life. Come on. Can somebody say amen? Yeah. It is the wisdom of God. Could he say it's the wisdom of God? And I was in counseling, I was speaking, to, and I speak to people every week, and I was sharing, I share everybody nearly the same thing. And I was saying to all the couples, listen to me, if you're in a relationship, and anything, you dating somebody, you're caught in somebody, and this person irritates you at least more than once a week, this is not the one. Oh, I know I'm going to get really quiet, let me talk to this side. If they irritate you, if this person gets you irritated and troubled and bothered, once a week you can get away with, but at least twice a week, you fighting, you debating, at least, at least twice a week, well, that's not the one. Why? Because the Bible says, so the Bible says, you see, I can take the wisdom of God and bring it here <laughs> into that situation. The Bible says two is better than one. When you enter my life, my life should have less stress than before you came. Can you say amen? If you entered my life and my life has more stress and I'm being irritated more than when you came, then we have a problem. Can you say amen? Could you say amen? Did any, any, any educator ever wrote that? I don't know, but I know from the wisdom of God, if I'm caught in you and you are irritating me twice a week, that I don't want to talk to you about that week for the rest of the week, you're not the one. <laughs> you are not making my life better. You're making my life worse. Could somebody say amen? Somebody say, well, well you're going to use faith and change that person. No, 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 no. There's too much options out there. <laughs> 
if I, if I was stuck with you in marriage, then I pray for your change. But now, I don't have to live with this. Can somebody say your man? I don't have to marry you. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. There's too much fish in the ocean. <laughs> Can somebody say your man? Are you hearing me today? Oh, let's work it out. No, 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 you're working this out, girl. I already see the tip of the iceberg, and the tip of the iceberg is only the top. I can imagine when I marry you, I, the iceberg is so big, I'll be irritated at least five days a week. Are you with me today? The Bible says it's better to live in the corner of a house stuff than to live in a big house with an irritating spouse. Cause, oh, I lost half of the people. I lost half of the people. That is the wisdom of God. That is the wisdom of God. You can't learn that from regular books. You got to understand God's wisdom that tells you if you are being irritated with a person at least twice a week, that is not the one. It's better you go live in a room in the attic by yourself and eat crackers and cheese than to marry in a big hall and be irritated twice a week. And that is a tip of the iceberg because the worst is still yet to come. I don't care if you put money, if you dance, you jump. It is true. Could you say it is true? But if you're married, you need faith. You need to speak to that mountain and say, Be thou removed. <laughs> you need to talk to that situation and say, oh God, help me with this woman you give to me. Help me with this man. He irritates me. From the time he walks, and let's go forward. The Bible says, whereby are given unto us exceeding great, say precious, that by these, say by these, you could begin to become a partaker of the divine nature. So not only do you have the divine power available to you, you also could go to another level where you partake of the divine nature or you share the nature of God in operation. When the Bible says that we are joint heir with Christ, and the Bible says we are in Christ seated high above principalities and powers and rulers, listen to me, it is talking about you are functioning on the level of the divine. And God has given you all these promises that through these promises and you developing faith to partake of these exceeding great and precious promises while you're building faith to partake of them, while you're building faith to pursue them, while you're building faith to be able to receive them, you are actually being changed and going through a metamorphosis where you become no longer natural but you begin to live on the level of the divine. You begin to function on the level of the divine because the Bible says as we behold him, we are changed from glory to glory. As you behold his word, you are changed. You are changed from this natural mindset to a supernatural mindset. You are changed from a natural way of thinking and you become to think like God. You begin to think like the divine God. And the reason why we are still murmuring and complaining is because the word is not changing you. Are you with me today? Are you with me? The Bible says, and because of this divine nature, we have the ability to escape. Say, I shall escape. Say, I'm escaping. Say, I will escape. You see, there are things, you know, when I tell people to say, your case is different, what I'm actually saying to them is say, that is not for me. <laughs> you go to the doctor and he tells you, you got sugar diabetes. I say, you got the wrong person, doc. 
Jesus took my sickness and bore all my infirmities. He also took my griefs and pains. I know what you're saying is the facts, but the truth is he already took it. I'm going to live by what he says. Can somebody say amen? I know what you're saying is facts. I know the facts say, the blood test say, that is it. And all that is good facts, but I'm going to live by the truth. Why? Because Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Could you say amen? Say, he's the way, he's the truth, and he's the life. It means he's the way out of sickness. He's the way out of death. He's the way out of any problem in your life. He said, follow me and I will show you the way. I will show you the way out of that problem. I will show you the way out of that situation. Because I am the way. The way is through my word. Could somebody get excited that he is the way? He is the way. <laughs> That's why the first church was not called the church. It was called the way. They say, let us kill all of those that belong to the way. The first church in the book of Acts was called the way. They belong to the way. I want to let you know you belong to the way. <laughs> you belong to the way. <laughs> and then the Bible said, he is the truth. He is the truth. It means that I am the truth. And not, not, I, not that I speak truth. I am the truth. It's not that I speak truth, I am the truth. Could he say amen? What does that mean? If anybody is lying, it's not me. <laughs> if your doctor give your report, understand. And if his report conflicts my report, you better believe my report because my report is true. The doctor is lying. If the architects give you a, a, a report and it contradicts what I told you to do, understand is the architect lying because I'm not a man that I will lie. I am not a man that, <laughs> my God. I am not a man that I will lie. If any report that is not lined up with what I say, that's why if you don't know the word of God, you don't know what the truth is. My, the facts might say my back hurt, but the truth says I'm already healed. You know, the fact says, ah, I don't have money to spend, but I'm a tither. And if I'm a tither, the Bible said that very soon the windows of heaven. I, I, I don't live by the facts. The facts say my account is dry, but I live by the truth. I live by what he says. He says if I bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that he will make room. Listen, the Bible said that I will open the windows of heaven. So the fact says I don't have it, but the truth says I do and if the truth says I do then I need to believe the truth and begin to say what the truth says and begin to act like what the truth says because I don't live by facts I live by truth could you say amen could you say amen so I can't listen to the facts huh? the facts are what man says but what God says is the truth and then he says, I am the life. <laughs> it means that no matter what is going on in your life, I have life to overcome that life. The Bible says the serpent of Moses swallow up the serpent of the sorcerer. My life will consume your life and swallow up everything that will corrupt your life. <laughs> Are you with me today? Are you with me? Are you hearing from God this morning? Tell somebody I'm hearing from God. Tell somebody you look too quiet. I don't think you have faith. Tell somebody you need to get excited about this. Listen to me. Listen to me. I went to a bingo show and see more excitement than in this church. Somebody, uh, ah, yeah, yeah, oh. And, and, and some of y'all, you get more excited at bingo. 
when the word of God is preached, do you know what gets people excited? For the people that don't understand why some of them like shaking their weaves and stuff. You know what gets them excited? Is the word of God hitting their spirit. You see, when the word is released, it comes through your air. And if it is good, it don't even need time to be articulated or understood. It just goes right to your spirit. And you see that noise they're making there? That's when the word hits their spirit and God and God and God and God receives it in their spirit. And faith explodes in their spirit. And when faith explodes in your, explodes in your spirit, it affects your mouth. <laughs> the Bible says, this same spirit of faith. Hey, listen to me. I believe, therefore I have spoken. <laughs> so when you believe something, it affects your mouth. It affects your action. <laughs> so I got to ask you, are you hearing? Are you hearing? It comes like you go to the doctor. Last time you went, the doctor said, well, we did a test on you. And we see some cancerous cells. And we think we might have to start chemotherapy and radiation. We want to kind of get it localized in that one area. But um, we're going to do another test. And he said, can you please, doctor, do another test? Do, do another you know, scan and another blood test and see. And the doctor went and he did another test. And you're in the office there, sitting now. You're waiting on the report. <laughs> You wait. That's how you come to church. You come into church with anticipation to hear the report. <laughs> and you walk in church this morning, you know, and the devil say you will never make it. <laughs> the devil say I'm going to kill you. The devil giving you all these bad reports. And then you walk in the house of God, you know, you walk in the doctor's office and the doctor say, you know, I got good news. <laughs> and I got bad news. <laughs> Uh, I want the bad news first or the good news first? Oh, doctor, give me the bad news. Well, the bad news is you don't need that casket you bought. <laughs> and the good news is you shall live and you shall not die. The good news is the test we took last week, we don't know what happened, but all the cancerous cell has left you. My God, if, if, you, didn't, if you didn't know how to dance, you would be in a... You'll be picking up your phone, honey, 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 call me back, call me back, call me back, honey. I got news for you. Listen, that's what happened when something hit your spirit. When you get a good report that it hits your spirit, you want to tell everybody about it. You get excited about it. You want to jump because you have received life. And that's what the Bible says, I am the way. <laughs> Say, I am the truth. And I am the life. And the Bible says, true faith and true, this, this divine nature, it allows you to escape. Say escape. It allows you to escape the corruption. <laughs> you know what corruption is? Anything that deteriorates your life, your joy, your peace. Any, anything that comes against your family. Listen to me. You know, you know, my daughter came under attack this week. And in the name of Jesus, man, she escaped. <laughs> listen, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. There are times when they say escape. You know what that means? That sometimes you get caught. Are you hearing me today? Whatever you are going through, 
caught you by mistake. <laughs> you know, you got caught. You know, sometimes you get a headache by chance. <laughs> sometimes you get a bad report of your blood test by chance. Come on, the devil caught you. Somehow he caught you with high cholesterol. He caught you with all these sicknesses and disease. He caught you in this situation. But in the name of Jesus, by faith, <laughs> by faith this morning, in the name of Jesus, you are going to escape today. I declare it's okay. Listen, it's one thing to be caught, but I tell you this morning, because of your faith, you are escaping that corruption this morning. I declare in the name of Jesus, you are escaping poverty. You are escaping lack. You are escaping death. You are escaping sickness. Oh, yalabababababoshanda. Until faith arises in your spirit, you cannot escape. But when faith comes in your spirit, it is time to escape the corruption. I shall not die, but I shall live. Tell somebody, I shall not die. I shall not die. I shall not be poor. I shall not be sick for long. I shall not be broke for long. Why? I am escaping this morning. I'm escaping this corruption. I'm escaping this trouble. I'm escaping this problem. Could somebody say I'm escaping this morning? I am an escape artist through faith. I put on the divine nature. And you don't even know when I walk out of this fire. When I walk out of this lion den. Through faith I will escape. Could you say amen? Tell somebody I'm escaping this morning. Tell somebody I'm escaping. Oh, we shall escape when our spirit, when our spirit begins to become full of faith. Our spirit, <laughs> the Bible says, and they put Paul and Silas in prison and they begin to pray and sing praises. But at midnight, they escaped. <laughs> they escaped. I declare, hey, yes, you could say what you want, but I am escaping. Ha! Could you get excited about Jesus? I see you escaping this morning. I see them looking for you. They say, where did he go? The Bible said, when Paul and Silas escaped, the gates opened at their own accord. I declare your gates are open this morning. Oh, you don't believe it, man. I declare that the gates are open and you are escaping. You are escaping singleness. You are leaving the group of the single to the group of the married. <laughs> you are escaping death and you are going into life. <laughs> you are escaping the group of the poor and going into the group of the rich. You are escaping the group of the broke and you're going up the proof of more than, more than enough. I shall be of the group of more than enough. Tell somebody I'm escaping. <laughs> Say, I just escaped. Don't tell anybody. I just escaped. I escaped from prison. I escaped from prison. Ha! The devil is a liar. You need to speak out of your mouth. Say, I just escaped. All right, have your seats. That's what faith does. That's what faith does. It energizes you. <laughs> The Bible said God all the while is at work within you, giving you the power and the desire, energizing you to do his will. What is to do his will? To praise him in the midst of the situation. 
to praise him until the gates open. To thank him until manifestation come. Are you hearing me today? Are you hearing me today? Because you understand that my God is not a liar. He don't lie. He is the truth. <laughs> Do you understand that all men are liars? I don't care how much. I only speak the truth. Lie. You're a liar. Are you hearing me today? Were you wearing that girdle for? Why are you wearing that with? You lie. You're trying to deceive people. You can't even breathe with that thing you have on. Your stomach is not that flat. When you go home and they take that off, that. Like... <laughs> Everything that's fallen all over the place. And you walk around like. God is not a man that he will lie. Could you say amen? He don't lie. If he said it, he will do it. If he promised it, he will make it good. You can take what he says to the bank. It is okay to tell your doctor, doctor, I appreciate your diagnosis, but my Jesus, who is my family's doctor, he is my family's physician. I went to him first before I came. And he said that I'm okay, but I appreciate the diagnosis. So I got to go back to my physician of my family because as for me and my house, we will believe the Lord. Are you hearing me today? As for me and my house, we will believe what God says. I know, doctor, I know, I know. I'm not trying to negate the facts, but I have to disagree with it. You know, I know the fact says that, but I am going to agree to disagree that that is only facts. Are you hear me today? Can somebody say amen? amen. That's why you got to get accustomed living on this level. It is called the divine level. Could he say amen? amen? The Bible says, men who live by faith, the world is not worthy of him. Why? He lives above the standards of the world. You see, you see, he don't need a doctor to tell him what's wrong with him because God already told him. He don't need an a, a, a economist or a financial advisor to tell him anything because he already know. He don't have to look at his bank account to know if he got money. He know he got money because God says so. Oh, yeah. So when God tell him to do something, he don't have to go check his balance because it has nothing to do with my balance. See, that's nothing to do with my balance. It has to do with what God says. <laughs> Woo, they say, that pastor crazy, man. He's not... He's not logical. He 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 he's he giving these people his bunch of baloney. He he he's not being logical and realistic. But you you be realistic. You be logical. That's the low level. I'm going I'm going to believe what God says. Are you hearing me today? We and then verses five as we close. <laughs> it says and besides this, see besides this, it says. After all of this, I told you <laughs> that you have the ability to connect with the power that God's function, the power that God uses. That you have the ability to actually function on his level of virtue and life. He said, and besides all of this, be diligent. Be diligent. Keep on building your faith. <laughs> he said, beyond all this. You know why he's saying that? Because when Jesus came and before he left, he says, listen to me, guys. Are you impressed with what I do? You impressed with this? Well, I want to let you know I'm going to the Father. And when I go to the Father, 
You see the works that I do? You shall do greater. <laughs> what, what is actually saying? I know you heard everything that I've done and you saw everything that I've done. Listen, Moses part of the Red Sea, but, but you could do greater than that. Joshua stopped the sun, but you will do greater than that. Elijah called on fire from heaven, but you will do greater than that. Elijah said that the rain will not rain. It will not rain for three and a half years, but you will do greater than that. Could, could somebody say amen? Because all of these men were not born again by the Spirit of God. They were just men walking with God and the anointing of God was upon them. But the Bible said, this anointing is in you and shall be upon you. <laughs> Are you hearing me today? You got a double portion of the anointing. It's in your spirit and it's upon your life. So you are able to do a double of what all of them have done in the past. Come on. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that the greatest in the Old Testament, it was not as great as John the Baptist. Come, are you hearing me today? Are you hearing me today? They say of all the prophets of the past, John the Baptist was the greater, but he got his head cut off. Listen to me. But the Bible says the least in the kingdom. Say the least. It means the smallest bit of faith you have and the least that you know in the kingdom. You are greater than all the prophets of the past. What separates us from the prophets of the past is belief. Say belief. They didn't have as much as us, but they believed more than us. Are you hearing me today? We have more available to us, but we believe less. You know why? They didn't have medical technology. They had to believe God. Are you hearing me today? They didn't have the technology of today. So they, had, they didn't have airplanes to take them to another place. So they had to believe for translation. <laughs> oh, now we can't believe a translation because we can catch a plane. You know, they couldn't believe all, all the time for food. God told Elijah, go to this widow woman's house. And when you get to her house, she will have a little bit of meal and, and begin to trigger her supply. He just went there by faith. And he trusts God by faith. And he spoke to her by faith. And, and my God, we got to live by faith. But what stops us from living my faith is because all our needs are met. The Bible says, sufficient for the days, your evil day off. When you have everything met and everything available to you, that is like an evil because it stops your faith from growing. So sometimes you got to give away all you have or stop trusting in what you got so you can begin to add to your faith virtue. Say virtue. You want more life. You want more power. You want more divine unction on your faith. I don't want to be talking and things taking long to happen. I want my faith to grow. So I want it to grow. Last verse of scripture. <laughs> are you all receiving? I'm about finished right now. I hope you have faith in me. Faith allows us to behave like God. Are you hearing me today? And true faith, we have access to the power of God. You don't believe that? Let's look at Romans 1, 16, last verse of scripture before we go home. Are you all with me? Have you escaped this morning? You got to escape mentally, yeah? Remember, your greatest mountain is not external, it's internal. Your greatest battle is not external, it is internal. It's the battle with yourself. Are you hearing me today? It's the battle with your little soul and mind. <laughs> it battles you every day. It tells you and puts limitations in you. Romans 1.16, for I am not ashamed. Say, I'm not ashamed. Tell your neighbor, I know you're watching me all the time. You think I'm crazy. Say, I know you think I'm crazy. I'm splashing all this sweat on you and stuff and hitting you with my hair. <laughs> I know you think I'm crazy, right? 
but I'm not ashamed. <laughs> hey, somebody, I'm not ashamed. I'm very sorry. And if you make noise, I I'll shout even more. <laughs> he says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. <laughs> I am not ashamed of what God is saying. It's good news to me. Say it's good news. I just found out I could escape. <laughs> I am not ashamed of the gospel or the word of God or the good news of the word. For in the good news is power. <laughs> Listen, faith in the word allows you to withdraw power from the word. Everybody is hearing this. You know what the Bible says? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. God is not going to be pleased to give you what is yours unless you have faith. But the Bible says that many of them that came through the Red Sea, God was not pleased with many of them. Why was he not pleased with many and their carcass died in the world? Because they had unbelief. The only thing that pleased God is to believe what he says. God told them, I'm taking you into the promised land. And they doubt what God said. And because of it, he was not well pleased. And because he was not well pleased, he could not bring them in. Are you hearing me today? You got to understand in the word or in the good news of the gospel, there's not only salvation. The power of God doesn't all only deliver salvation. It delivers whatever exceeding great and precious promises that Jesus has made to you. He says, so when, if, if the person, don't let your neighbor keep you from being sophisticated. Are you, maybe their business is fixed, but mine is not. I, 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 need, I need God. Say, I need God. So the Bible says, you got to get to the place that you are not ashamed. Not only of the gospel, but to respond to the gospel. To behave the gospel. To act in faith in relation to the gospel. Are you hearing me today? I, I am not. Listen, when somebody gets saved, we tell them, go and sin no more. You know what we tell them? Go and behave like you're saved. The things I used to do, I will do them no more. <laughs> the place I used to go, I will go there no more. I, I, that's what we tell people who get saved, right? But how come you get sick and it's still happening? You leave the altars, you still going like this. At least... Try to walk better. Not only a salvation walk, but even a healing walk. I believe that I sowed a seed and I got a financial breakthrough. Stop being so cheap. Why not behave like you got money now? If you tell a man who got salvation to behave like he's saved, how come you say you got blessed and you still be even stingy? I, then you are ashamed now. <laughs> You're ashamed to live out the gospel you receive. If, if you believe the gospel, because the Bible said it is a power of the salvation only to them that believe. The power is only released to those that believe. Could he say amen? Somebody come up with salvation, he said, you got to believe that Jesus died for your sin. 
rose from the dead for your justification and your sanctification. And if you receive him in your heart, you are called born again. Now the Bible says you will confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. You know, you shall be saved. So say that with me. And when you finish get anything from God, you still talk in the way you used to talk. Why is there not a change in your speech? Are you hearing me today? You will never hear me telling you I'm broke. I'm never broke. I might not have money in my pocket, but I'm never broke. Are you hearing me? It has nothing to do if I have money. <laughs> it has nothing to do if I have money. It has all to do with who has my money. I don't have it, but Jesus keeping it for me. I, I, I bank my money offshore. <laughs> <laughs> it's in an offshore account where? in heaven <laughs> I can't get it right now I got a call of a banker who's your banker? Jesus father help me here I need five thousand dollars well I'm going to check your account oh yeah you better tie the I'll set it for you just believe me it's coming are you hearing me today? and then I call the bank I call the person I owe say listen I called my banker this morning you know and he's overseas <laughs> he said, he's sending it for me, he's on his way. As soon as I get here, I'll give you your money. He said, when you expected it? Any day now. <laughs> Can somebody say you, man? You, you, that's so foolish, right? When we bought this building, I tell you, man, when we bought this building, I needed $1.4 million. But I had not a penny on Monday. Not one penny. I called my, I called my lawyer. <laughs> I said, set up the closet for Friday. <laughs> he said, you got the money? I said, don't worry, it's on its way. I never forget Mr. Stephen Glad, <laughs> Jewish man. He said, Pastor Cassius, you know, I can't set up the closet unless you have the money. He says, I need the money to put in my trust account. I said, Mr. Glad, set up the closing for Friday. I will have the money. Why? By faith, I believe I had it. Because God, in my, who manages my overshore, my, my, <laughs> my overseas accounts, he told me I had it. <laughs> so I set up the closet based on his report. <laughs> and, and Tuesday it didn't came and Wednesday it didn't came. I want to let you know, you got to begin to believe and behave. Listen, you cannot tell me you believe in breakthrough and you're expecting a breakdown. <laughs> you cannot tell me you believe in healing and you still, you still talk about how sick you are. You're behaving sick. You're looking sick. Are you hearing me today? You cannot believe that you have a financial breakthrough and you're still behaving stingy. I, I, you're just, it just don't match up. Your belief should affect your behavior. Are you hearing me today? Your belief affects how you behave i believe therefore i have spoken if you believe you will say to the mountain be thou removed your belief determines the level you belong and your belief positions you on the level you belong come on so the bible says i close right here he says so the gospel the word of god is the power so what have i given you this morning i've given you power I have empowered your spirit. Could you say amen? I have empowered your spirit. Some of y'all still have it in your soul. You're trying to figure out how can you behave like God? I don't think that sounds a little crazy. 
Well, you keep it there long enough, it will die. You gotta something gotta bypass your 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 intelligence. Are you hearing me today? You know when people you know when people really believe God when they hear they got two months to live. Now they, they have no options, and now they want to do everything. But you don't you don't build faith on a dying bed. Are you with me today? I was teaching Tuesday night. I'm done right here. I say you got to build your spirit up. Your spirit is the bulletproof jacket for your soul. I say you got to build your spirit so strong with the word of God. That the Bible said, the man that fears the Lord, his heart is fixed. Trusted in the Lord, his heart is established. His heart is established. Listen, he will not be afraid of evil tidings. Say you will not be afraid. You're, why? Evil tidings could hit you, you are not afraid. Why? Because your heart is fixed. Your heart is fixed. And I was saying, you need to build your spirit so strong that if an evil tidings come, it will not move you, man. You're, you see, when you don't build your spirit and an evil report comes, your soul begins to act up. Fear, doubt, unbelief, emotional turmoil. Everything begins to act up and then it sends all that message down to your body. Your blood pressure shut up. All of a sudden, now your sugar levels shut up. Every part of your physical begins to, you begin to become paralyzed. You don't know, depression. Everything shocks your body. But when you fix your spirit in God, your heart is fixed. You are not afraid of evil tidings. Could you say amen? The, the, the bank said, well, we'll be taking your house. You got three months. Okay, no problem. And your neighbors say, you're not worried. No. You know, I care less. What does it mean? Do you mean I don't care? Am I irresponsible? No, I'm responsible. But I'm not going to care about that. And I don't worry about it. I cast that upon Jesus. I already told him about his house. He gave it to me and he, you know, he, he, he wanted me to have it. He got to keep it. The Bible says he will keep him in perfect peace whose minds are stayed on him. Are you hearing me today? Are you hearing me today? He will keep you in. The Bible says, great peace of day. I love his word. And nothing shall offend or move or shake them. Can you say amen? 